Hi, good day, and welcome to a new year of On the Road, a brand new year of On the Road. Is that incredible? I think it's incredible. What have we got happening? Well, I hope you had a party. Uh, depending upon where you were in Australia, you might have had a big party. If you were in New South Wales, not so big. But nevertheless, the spirit is there. And I think the spirit of the new year, everyone's waited for 2020 to go. It's gone. And now we've got something new to make happen for us. And, and we've got some fabulous listeners. I've got to say thank you. So many of you tell me about the show and that you you like it which is lovely so bob and gail up there in queensland g'day to you and lp in sydney and vicky down in south australia g'day 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 jimmy and betty up on the central coast and les and dot way down on the south coast oh it's terrific to have you listening and the show is growing because of you so many of you are just sharing the show which i think is fabulous so thank you So what do we do with the new year? Well, one of the things that I did, and I think many others did, because if you couldn't get away, then what you might have done is gone out to your your RV. And this show is called On The Road, by the way. And what it's all about is the RV. Now, the RV, the word RV, is it's something that just, it shortens caravan and camping and motorhome and touring and all of those things into just your RV, which is your recreational vehicle. So that might be your camper trailer, might be your motorhome, might be your caravan. You might just want to sleep on the back seat of your car. I don't know, but that's it just shortens it down to RV. So that's what this show is all about, is getting your RV out on the road and seeing some fabulous parts of Australia. So what did you do? Well, what I did was I cleaned mine. <laughs> I couldn't take it away, so I cleaned it. And one of the things I did was look up various things that made it easier to clean. And on the inside, one of the easiest things is the lemon. You know your lemon, your household lemon, your little bit of fruit? One of the easiest things is to use that. So if you want to, I'll I'll give you some little clues. So, you know, cleaning your microwave. Now, some of these things you can use at home. You can use at home or you can use in your RV. So if you've got a microwave in your RV, if you do, then, then you just feel or a three-quarter fill, so microwave-safe bowl with some water. Add some lemon slices, and then you put that in the microwave. You bring the water to the boil, and then you continue to heat it for about five minutes. Keep the door closed for an additional five minutes, and let the steam soften any cooked-on food splatters in there, and then just wipe clean with a dishcloth, and, and, and it should all wipe off. So that's good. Now, if you use microwave uh, safe food covers to stop the splattering then that's helpful as well so (laughs) that means that's one less job you have to do so often now your sink hard water stains and rust stains uh, rust spots in in your sink can be removed by just rubbing the surfaces with half a lemon first so you just rub it with half a lemon the juicy side down (laughs) sprinkle the bottom and the sides of the water dampened sink with plain salt. So with your sink, you, you wet the sink down, sprinkle some plain salt on there, and then rub over the surfaces with the juicy side of the lemon. Wait about half an hour for the, the lemon citric acid to do its magic, and then just rinse it dry. So that's good. That's an easy one. Then for your fridge, this is a goodie. Cut half a lemon, uh, or, or, you know, cut a lemon in half, and then place it inside your fridge. Cut side up. So cut side up. And the lemon will just neutralise the odours. So if you've got odours in your fridge, the lemon should, should neutralise those. And then you replace that uh, each week with a new half lemon. Now, the other half of the lemon, if you're into margaritas or you're into Coronas, <laughs> nah, the, the beer, not the, anything else, then you can use your lemon in that. Uh, use layers of paper towel to line the bottom of your fridge if you want to. If you've got extra drips that are coming down off your fridge, then 
the little layers of paper towel will catch some of those drips for you, which is a good thing. Now, your cutting board, everyone should have a cutting board. And if you've got one, one of the things is that you often, you'll use different things. So you might be cutting veggies on it. You might be cutting meat on it. You might be cutting chicken on it. You might be cutting seafood on it. And of course, you get different bacteria from all of those things. So if you place the cutting board, or, or, or if you rub your cutting board, this is if it's a timber cutting board, mind you, a timber cutting board, <laughs> with the cut side of a lemon, rub it, rub it, rub it, rub it, and then place the cutting board, if it fits, inside your microwave on high for about a minute, that should kill the bacteria, should kill the bacteria. So as an alternative, if you've got, um, uh, you, you can use different cutting boards if you want to, if you've got those plastic ones and you can have a different colored plastic ones for different things. So you might have a green one, say for your veggies and a, and a white one for your fish and a, and a pink one or a red one or whatever it is for your steak. So that eliminates cross-contamination. That's a, a little hint for you. Now in your garbage can, you can wash the inside and outside of your garbage can with soapy water and then dry it thoroughly and then place some lemon peel in the bottom of the garbage can and then sprinkle some baking soda in there as well and that soda should absorb any lingering odours trapped inside the plastic and the lemon will emit a fresh, clean smell. Isn't that good? So there you go. Then you just put your garbage bin liner on top and it's all done. So, oh, easy, easy, easy. Now your mirrors and glass... Because if you've got mirrors and glass in your RV, then you put three tablespoons of lemon juice inside a spray bottle, add a cup of water, shake it well, and then spray the solution onto your mirror and then wipe it with a clean paper towel or a microfiber cloth. And then you use that same solution for inside those window surfaces and that should last longer than a few days. So you can plan to clean all your glass surfaces at once and that would be good. And then you've got your stove. So if you make a paste of lemon juice and baking soda and water, then apply that to the cooktop spills, let it sit for about 15 to 20 minutes, scrub it with a sponge, rinse and dry it. And then the hint is if you spray lemon juice over your cooking surface of your outdoor barbecue area, let it sit for a few minutes and then scrub the grill with a wadded piece of aluminium foil and that should clean all your gunk off. So there you go. But if you've got any leftover lemon, don't forget, just put in your favourite drink and that might be good. Now here's the hint, here's the big hint. I ran through all of those really quickly. You might have thought, Scott, what are you doing? That's so quick. I can't write that down so fast. That's okay. All you've got to do is go onto our website, which is ontheroadmedia.com.au, and then just navigate through to podcasts, and you can listen to it time and time and time again. You can share it as much as you want. So there you go. That's nice and easy. And if you want to go onto Spotify, you can find us on Spotify, On The Road Media. I think Australia, I'm not sure, but I'll check that for you. So it's at least go on to On The Road Media and you'll find the show anyway. But I think if you put Australia in there, that'll make it a lot easier for you to find. Now, we've got a new year. What do we need to make the new year good? We need some magic, don't we? <laughs> we need some. We need a magic one, a little bit of magic. If you're going to have some magic, then you might as well have, I think, Johnny Farnham with Don't You, don't you Know It's Magic. And this was written by Brian Cadd. And you're going back to about, I think, about 1967. And, and Brian Cadd tried to offer the song uh, around and different people said no. Johnny Farnham took it on. Oh, happy days. Don't you know it's magic, John Farnham? We're going to have a magic 21, aren't we? You ready for a magic 21? Oh, yeah. Here we go, Johnny Farnham. Where she comes from, nobody knows 
ask me I guess I like the way she wears her clothes The way she smiles at him His heart just swells, it grows and grows Y'all think I'm telling you fairy tales Scott Gibbons, this show is on the road. It's all about RVs, as you know. And Happy New Year, by the way, because the new year, oh, aren't we looking forward to having such a better year than 2020? I know, I know. I'm with Jacqueline Bolt. We're going to start the new year off because probably some of you have been at home and you've been thinking, oh, I don't want to go back to work. I just want to get in the caravan. I want to get in the motorhome and I want to go 
and play the Green Nomad lifestyle. I just want to go and see Australia. So Jacqueline's going to tell us some of the things that, that maybe the positives, maybe the negatives, maybe the things to think about. And so here's Jacqueline Bold. Jacqueline is from Bold TCRC, which is Bold, B-O-L-D, Trailer and Caravan Repair Centre near in New South Wales in, in the Sutherland Shire. And Jacqueline just knows she's got all the answers for anything to do with the RV world. So here we go. Here's Jacqueline. Tell us all about getting on the road, Jacqueline. Thanks, Scott. Well, specifically, this is the time of year where a lot of people start thinking, can I become a grey nomad? You know, am I... Am and I you don't have to be grey. You don't have to be grey. But more and more with our customers and what we're getting inquiries for is people that are setting themselves up for in three, four or five years time to become a grey nomad then. They're nearing retirement, they're thinking about their future. Um, and then we get the opposite where people have just decided like snap on a whim <laughs> that they're gonna be a grey nomad and sell everything up. So if you're in that sort of process where deciding is it something for you, I just want to let's go through some pros and cons to think about because look it's fabulous if that's what you want to do but you want to be very well planned and have all your bases covered about how you're going to do things so here are some some of the key areas that people will not necessarily think about when they get so excited about buying right. a van and heading off so from a pro side of things the making of new friends is wonderful you you're going to new towns you're setting up in different caravan parks and meeting other people who are traveling on the road and you, you meet and make new friends that have similar interests to you. So from that perspective, that is lovely. That's an ace, isn't it? That's an ace, particularly, yeah. uh, unfortunately, the older we get, perhaps less friends are actually left here on earth with us. Oh, Jack. It's horrible. Oh, it's Jack. a horrible reality. Um, but you, you want to, you know, friends are the, the joy of life. Yes, they are. Friend, so... Friendship and making new friends is fabulous, especially when you're in a transitional age. Yeah. Seeing it all. We've all got a bucket list. The places that we've always wanted to go, the, the would've, could've, should'ves. Yeah. This is your time. If it's in Australia and you're going to be a grey nomad or whatever country you're listening from, stick them on the list and go and get to them. Yeah. Go and tick off that bucket list. Have those stories. Make those memories. Travelling to see family. Perhaps you have family scattered all oh, over the country, far and wide. Yeah. I've got beautiful customers that have uh, their kids, or well, they don't have grandkids, but their kids, one's in Victoria, one's in WA, one's in Queensland. So they rotate around the country all year and pull up and, and live on their driveways. Open up the caravan and they camp in the front yard of their, of their <laughs> kids' homes. Um, because that's where their kids have work commitments. Good. So they get to see them more. Yeah. They're not having to fly. They're, they're, and they're enjoying their travelling while they're doing that. And you've got your own accommodation with you. Absolutely. So you're not, you're you're not own a burden, bed, you're, you're own part pillow, of the fun. Yeah. Those little creature comforts, you're yeah. a burden, but you're right there, you can knock on the door, the grandkids yeah. come running out in the morning, you know, Nana, Pa, let us in. <laughs> you know, and they're getting cuddles in bed and all those things yeah. as if they lived closer to home. Chasing the weather. So many people chase the sun. Um, you know, for the good weather, they're looking for the perpetual warmer weather, either through medical reasons, perhaps they've got rainoids or something, sorry, yeah. Raynard's disease or something along yeah. those that requires uh, management and chasing the Clever. sun is good for them and their long-term health um, as we age. So that is a real positive clever, if clever, that's clever. what you're doing. Yeah. But perhaps then you don't like it when it's 40 degrees in Darwin. <laughs> but you come back to Sydney for summer. So well, you've probably got air conditioning. 
You probably do, but you know, that's that's a positive. You can do that. But then there's the flip side here. Uh-oh. And this is an area that I discovered a lot of people don't think of. What happens if you get sick? Your family GP is no longer nearby. So how are you going to maintain your health while you're traveling? Mm-hmm. So we get older, you know, our GP plays a really important part in our in our mm-hmm. um, keeping healthy and just maintaining issues that may but arise. But you've got phone consults now, haven't you? Because of COVID. Thanks to phone. COVID, we yeah. have telehealth that's gone ballistic, yeah. <laughs> which is brilliant. Um, but sometimes you have to see a specialist, perhaps, or you uh, might need a bit of a nip and tuck in hospital for something, sure. or a bit of an exploratory procedure. So be prepared that you may have to dock your caravan somewhere, park it up in a different state, and fly back and forth if you're not prepared to drive back and forth to keep those medical appointments. You may be able to see, you know, you can see a GP anywhere in the you country. You might get referred on to another one, yeah. Or you might get referred on if you're going to be staying somewhere. Yeah. But if you're wanting to have continuity of care with the same doctors, you need to be able to think about how sure. you're going to maintain that. Registration checks. What if your rego falls due while you are in another state? Oh, yeah, that's a goodie. Yes. So pink slips are valid for six months. Registration is valid for 12 months. So for a lot of people, there's not many customers that I have that are on the road more than the 12-month mark. Right. Um, you know, it tends to be you can do the lap do in the about lap. 12, 11 to 12 months in your bank. Yeah. So if that's the case, we say pay your registration the day before you go and you know you've got 12 months. Or get your pink slip, like work it with your rego because you can muck around with how long you pay your registration for before you do a big trip. Uh, Red Pink slips are good for six months. Right. So get your pink slip done and have your rego due like six months into your trip. So all you've got to do is log online and pay your registration through Service New South Wales. Now, I'm also obviously talking about New South Wales registration here. Sure. So effectively, you've got 18 months covered before you need to be back to have your registration check done in New South Wales. Right. So there's ways around it. Talk to your trusty caravan repairer who does your rego checks. But if you're checks. over in the, in the West or up in Northern Territory, you can probably go to... We don't get asked often. We believe there's a way as long as you're more than 100 kilometres from a New from South border. Wales border. Yes. Um, but that has changed a few times over the last few years, so we'd have to do a bit of double-checking yeah. on that. There, there, where there's a will, there's a way <laughs> to do it, um, but it's something you have to think of before you go. Don't sure. just take off and go, oh, my rego's due in seven months. What am I going to do? Now, this one's a hotly debated topic, free camping versus caravan parks. Now... I'm not going to say one's better than the other because it's whatever fits you. <coughs> oh, excuse me. Yeah. Um, everybody's different. Everybody likes something different. One is not better than the other. The best thing is whatever is right for that traveller. Yes. Some people love free camping because they're trying to stretch their dollar to the nth degree. Budget is excessively tight. That works for them. But be prepared to be set up. Grey water tanks, solar panels, generators. There's a lot of money that goes into setting up a caravan to be able to be off the grid. Yes. Completely off the grid. Yeah. Caravan parks can be fabulous for those who like the security of having other people around. Yeah. The safety in numbers. Particularly uh, for solo travellers. And a lot of solo women are now yes. travelling. Or yes. women travelling with kids in tow. Not so much in the grey nomad category, but there's you know, a lot of young mums with kids travelling sure. now on their own. Yeah. Caravan parks offer security. 
it's often a point of call, the caretaker on site and just other tourists And there's around. a laundry and there's the outdoor kitchen and there's other kids to play with and there's kids' facilities. Correct. And or perhaps you're going and your grandkids are going to come in, yeah. you know, the jumping castles and the, or the jumping balloons and <laughs> yeah. the play equipment and the swimming pools can be wonderful occupiers yeah. and exhausters to make them sleep yeah. by that time. So what works for you is whatever is best for you. Don't get swayed into one or the other. Another one, to sell or not sell the family home. A lot of people just say they're going to sell up and go. And that's how they're going to fund their caravan. But what happens when you want to come back and living on the road is no longer something you can do for health reasons or age reasons, reasons. A lot of people forget what happens next. And then they are completely stuck. They spent all their money traveling. They spent it all on their rig. The rig is depreciated and property prices have increased. They've got nowhere to come back (laughs) to. So personally, I'm on the keep a base. Keep your home, downsize to a unit, rent it out, do whatever it is, have some income coming in that's going to support your travels because at some point you will most likely need that to either fund the rest of your retirement or, unfortunately, retirement villages, nursing homes, whatever Whatever. may come next. And caravans are not maintenance-free. You were traveling, you were using them, you were going to need money to repair them while you were on the road. There are repairers everywhere, but regular servicing is required. Manufacturers will specify, you know, every 10,000 kilometers or 12 months, whichever comes first. And if you're doing a lot of a lot of traveling, 10,000 kilometers may come up in, in two months, yeah. in three months. Yeah. You can't just rely on 12 months. You're going to break things, things are going to break down, things are going to wear out. Because you're towing your home around. You and, and it's going up and down on every pothole in the, in the road, whether it be dirt or bitumen or whatever. Correct. You're towing your home around. So. Yep. And everything inside of it. You're using the light switches, you're using your solar panels, your generators, your diesel heaters, whatever it might be. You know, hinges on doors might come loose. Yeah. Some things you can go to Bunnings and pick up a screwdriver. We should be carrying a few tools anyway. <laughs> um, but you are going to require that. And some repairs won't be able to be done same day. And if you're living in it, you need to have money to be able to go and, you know, have secondary go to a hotel room somewhere. or secondary accommodation somewhere yeah. while it's being done. Yeah. So yeah. great name, Age Jacqueline. Great name. I think what a fabulous thing. So as long as they do some pre-planning, Absolutely. as long as they allow for some of the contingencies, maybe have a little property, as you said, downsize, maybe just buy a little unit that's easy and you can rent that out. And then you've got an income stream maybe but you've got a base to come back to and just allow that wherever you're living, whether it be a house or a unit or your RV, it's going to need some maintenance. Absolutely. You know, you can't go and spend all of your money buying your rig, spending it all on the travels. When you come back, you need to have money in reserve. You need to have money to do these travels. You can't live on a Vegemite sandwich constantly. (laughs) Um, And you need to be able to afford repairs and you need to have your plan B in case it all goes pear-shaped. Right. And you need to have your plan C, which is when you return and when you've had enough of travelling constantly, what do you want your life to look like? Beautiful. All right. So if you want to find out more, if you need your van serviced or your motorhome serviced or your trailer serviced, even your horse trailer serviced, then you go to Bold, TCRC. That's Bold Trailer and Caravan Repair Centre. They're in Sydney. They're south of Sydney in Caring Bar. If you want to give them a call, it's 02 
8514. I think you should give them a call. Just talk to Jacqueline. 02-8544-8114. Hey, this is Scott Gibbons. This show is called On The Road. I reckon, Jacqueline, you deserve another song. What would you like? Thanks, Scott. Let's go a little bit of Keith Urban, you know. Oh. We're coming up Australia Day's not far yeah. away. He's just done a great duet with Pink called One Too Many. One Too Many. All right, here we go. One Too Many. This is, hey, you just get ready for a great year. This is going to be fun. So this is Keith Urban. I'm Scott Gibbons. If you want to find out more about the show, you just go on to ontheroadmedia.com.au, ontheroadmedia.com.au, and there's podcasts on there galore. So there you go. We'll talk to you soon. We'll be back right after Keith Urban. about last night woke up on a couch sunrise saw the living room through these bloodshot eyes of mine cold sober you didn't like that i came home late 4 a.m but it's a friday babe and i've been working hard can't you give me some space that are shouting out oh my god oh friends but it just makes me miss you more more i spent all my money drinking on my own yeah in this bar just sat here staring at my phone and i keep second guessing where did i go wrong i know i'm proud but i've let one too many come take me home so now i'm the one that's crying I didn't want to call, cause I didn't want to fight I swear that I was trying, yeah But everybody falls when the rent's a little high And I never meant to get so out my mind With you playing cool, just pretending it's fine We've been round, round, round this too many times before
Ah, uh, yeah, Keith Urban and Pink, terrific, always talking to Jacqueline Bold of Bold TCRC. Now, while I was down that way, I popped in to see Ty Powers or Ray Moran, and oh, does he know everything to know about tyres. He knows it all. So here's Ray Moran. Hi, good day. it's Scott Gibbons. We are on the road. I'll tell you who I'm with right now. I'm with Ray Moran, and Ray is with Tyre Power. Now, Tyre Power are just extraordinary people. Now, I met Ray because I came in to get a wheel alignment done, a wheel alignment, but on the caravan. Now, I didn't think caravans really needed it. Ray's just gone through the whole thing with me and said, Scotty, yes, you have to, because they used to just have a bar going across for an axle, and then you put a couple of wheels either end and you're done. But now, with independent suspension, it has to be done properly, and you've got to have your alignment done. So then I got talking to Ray, and Ray was saying that... With caravan tyres, Ray, you, you can come in here because yeah. caravan tyres, you were saying that, that they people, age. Yeah, people don't normally wear out a caravan tyre because they don't do enough miles in the caravan, but they age. And once a tyre is over five years old, it starts dehydrating. It loses the oil in the, in the compound. They get dry, they get brittle. As soon as you're going along the road doing 100 kilometres an hour, you'll have a blowout. And it's something you see very often, and it is a problem. I've seen them blow out sitting on the back as a spare wheel. Not even doing it. Seriously? Yes, true. So every five years, people should be changing their tyres, regardless of how good the tread looks. So if the tread looks good, still change them. Yep. Wow, that's interesting. And that's actually a RTA requirement as well. Is that right? Yep. Okay, so for those of you who are not in New South Wales, the RTA or the the maritime roads are maritime roads, now. Yeah. Uh, in New South Wales, that's what they're called. So if you're in another state, then it, it's worthwhile checking out if it's the same sort of legislation there because uh, tyres. We, we just had a man in here in the showroom just now, and he was saying that his tyres. He doesn't use the vehicle much. He, he was. This is his his four wheel drive. He's driven five hundred k in six months, but. His tyres are very skittish, so as soon as there's a little bit of water on the road, even though there's reasonable tread on there, they're the compounded, obviously. It just got hard. Just got hard. Just hard, yeah. So, so the oil in your tyre is what creates the softness of the compound, which gives you handling. But as they dehydrate from age, from sitting in the sun, from driving, they just get hard, they get brittle. So people who have got their caravan that might use it once a year, maybe twice a year, three times a year, four times a year, whatever it be, but they park the caravan maybe in their front yard or on the street or whatever, yeah. and it's just sitting in the sun, yeah. and that's not good for your tyres. No, no, that's what, that's what dries them out. They just dehydrate like a human being. They just lose <laughs> their oil. <laughs> so a tyre cover might be a good thing? Yeah, I mean, the tyre will still lose its oil over time even if it's covered up but you definitely get more years out of them covered very good now you were saying because i I was talking to you just a moment ago we were talking about what's the problems or most of the problems that people have and you were saying tire pressure air pressure is the biggest problem i see with tires whether they're four-wheel drives caravans people have do not maintain their air pressures so is that too low, too high? Um, either way will cause you problems, but usually it's too low because they haven't looked at it. Ah. So, yeah, yeah. So depending on the size of your tyre and the size of your vehicle, then you've got to 
have your air pressures to that. What, what is recommended? What is recommended? Yeah, that's correct. Because yeah. you just had another fellow in, and he had his pressures at 60, 60 psi in the back of, <laughs> back of a four-wheel drive. It's way too much. Whoa, yeah. that's heavy duty, isn't it? Like yeah. the, the ride on that would be. A ride would be heavy, but it's way too slippery. Yeah, and you start. The tire will be like if you hit a pothole or something like that. It is taking some serious banging and yeah. starts breaking in the case and things like that. Yeah, well. So what else should people do as far as alignments go? How often should they get an alignment? Is there a recommended time? Well, on, on a motor vehicle, I always recommend every 20,000 k's, which is an average of 12 months yeah. for the average driver. Obviously, your caravans, 20,000 k's might be three years. I'm not sure. But, yeah, good but point. But about, about that sort of time. Good point. Yeah. And then the balancing? Well, balancing should basically stay in from the day it gets balanced to the end of the tyre unless you start getting some strange wear patterns then it throws the balance out uh-huh so um you know balancing should as you rotating tyres always balance the ones going on the front so when you put your car in for service get it rotated yeah how often yep. would you get it rotated every ten thousand every ten thousand case mm-hmm. so that's taking back to front and, and yeah there's a there's yep. a pattern on doing there's that pattern, isn't there yeah yeah. All right. So, tyre power. Tell us a bit about tyre power because you're, you're national. Yeah, tyre power is probably the biggest independent tyre dealers in Australia now. I think there's over 280 stores. Seriously? Um, 280 yeah. stores, biggest yep. independent tyre people in Australia. Mm. That's something. Yep. That's something. Wow. My father was one of the founding members of tyre power. <laughs> <laughs> Back in 1978, I think it was, something like that. Wow. Yeah. Oh, well, that's fabulous. Yep. I know, and this is ironic, just yep. ironic, my last set of tyres were tyre power tyres. So yeah. I know, yeah. The good and thing about tyre power is we're all independent. Um, so you, you're not just getting... Whatever Bridgestone at a Bridgestone store and a Dunlop at a Dunlop store, we sell everything. So if you require a Bridgestone, we can do Bridgestone or we can advise you properly on the right tyre. Fabulous. Well, Ray, you've just been terrific. So if people want to, you're with Tyre Power, which is Trend Tyre Power, yep. and you're at Endeavour Road in Tarrant Point. Tarrant Point, by the way, is in the south of Sydney. It's, it's just near, um, you come across... The, the Captain Cook Bridge, heading towards Cronulla, and you've got Carring Bar there. But if you want somebody... Now, this place is just terrific because it's a super high workshop. So if you've got a truck or a caravan uh, or a motorhome, their workshop takes it. That's right. Yeah, you've got a big Good workshop. Call. It's not a tiny little place. This is huge. So raise the man to look after it. Ray Moran, if you want to give them a call, it's 02-9524-2218. Hey, this is Scott Gibbons. We are on the road. I'm going to check with Ray what sort of song he wants because we're going to pick out a good song for him and then we'll, we'll play that for you right away. But if you want more, you just go ontheroadmedia.com.au. Just go onto the website, ontheroadmedia.com.au. You'll find all the podcasts on there. And if you want to hear or play that, that interview with Ray again, you just go straight on there and it'll be on that podcast for you. All right, here we come with Ray's song.
Uh, great Southern Land, Ray Moran. Thank you so much for requesting that. It's terrific of you. I heard of a program called Landline. Everybody knows about Landline. It's been going for 100 years probably. Uh, and they had a section on there or, or a show on there called Are You Bogged Mate? Are You Bogged Mate? Now, it's a charity called Are You Bogged Mate? And if you want to learn something about how you can help, then just go onto YouTube, if you will, and put Are You Bogged Mate? into your Googleizer and, and that'll come up with YouTube and then you can watch about what happens with Are You Bogged Mate. I tell you, if you want to crack a tear, it's really worth it, but you can help or you can just go straight to their website, areyoubogdmate.com.au. Bogged, B-O-G-G-E-D, mate, M-A-T-E, areyoubogdmate, A-R-E-Y-O-U, bogdmate.com.au. I think you will... Uh, You'll learn something there and, and give you a new challenge for the year to be able to help some more people. Uh, I got some feedback last week. Oh, thank you so much about the flushable wipes and things like that in your toilet. So there's some other things that you shouldn't be flushing uh, while you're away as well, or even at home for that matter. So many other items. So uh, you know, be aware. Tissues, no, normal tissues and, and paper towels. No, no, no. They just don't dissolve. They don't break down the same as other things. So you can put them in, if you go to a caravan park or whatever, and you put them in the toilet system, you can ruin that caravan park for everybody else, not just yourself. So, you know, we've got to, that's what we've got to do now. We're so aware of doing the right thing that we've got to do the right thing. I think that's beautiful. Disinfecting wipes, you know, disinfecting wipes. No, don't flush those. You know, you might go into a, into a toilet and you wipe down the toilet seat and you think, oh, I'll just flush it. No, you can't flush it. Don't. Some people try flushing cat litter. You can't do that. Disposable nappies, you can't do that. Feminine hygiene products, no, 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 because they easily clog the pipes. Condoms, no. Latex and, and lubricants are just bad for the system. That just doesn't work. So, you know, you wrap those in toilet paper, put them in a bin, uh, that's all good. Anything made of cotton, like cotton balls or cotton buds or anything like that, no, they don't break down. They don't break down. Plastic, like Band-Aid wrappers or something, you know, you might you might cut yourself, you, so you rip the Band-Aid open and you think, I'll just flush that. No, they don't flush. They don't flush. They just cause problems. Dental floss, one of the worst things you can flush is, is dental floss. So we don't do that. What we can do, though, is if you've got a squeaky door somewhere and you don't have any WD-40 or any silicon on you, then you can use some cooking spray. So if you've got some cooking spray, you've got a squeaky hinge or whatever, pss, a little squirt and away you go, that'd be good. They reckon that if you've got a screw that keeps coming undone, then a little dab of nail polish might help that from coming loose. So that might be a good thing if you're on the road and somebody with you has got some nail polish, then you know that might be a thing to have. If you've got a stripped screw and you and you can't get your screwdriver into the head of it anymore they reckon again uh, use a rubber band and and you put that into the head of the screw and then your screwdriver and you might just get some fresh grip on that that might be a good thing one of the things i was looking at which i thought was a good thing and and it's because it was australian ingenuity is is a thing called the blackjack trailer jack now, it's, it's a clever thing. Now, I think that I, the way I'm finding out is the Black Jack Trailer Jack may be, may be American. However, the bracket that holds it onto Australian caravans, because our bracket, our, our, we have a, a, a different, more robust system here. So what they had to do was that they had to, they were selling them here, but it was so difficult to fit them. 
And so some Australians who bought into a business then re-engineered the whole system so they now fit. So as a result, what happened was the Blackjack had a 58mm stem, but it didn't fit the standard 48mm coupling that Australian jockey wheels normally have, so it just couldn't be swapped. So over a period of months, they used different methods of fixing it. In the final design, this is where it got genius, Aussie Ingenuity, included six different chassis bolt hole positions. So it now fits any caravan or any trailer, any A-frame in Australia, six inch, five inch, four inch, even the three inch. So it allows for multiple top hole positions. So the black jack can be installed facing the front, the side, the rear of the caravan or your trailer or whatever you want to do. Now, the important part is, is what the black jack does. It's an electric jack. So it replaces your jockey wheel. So, you know, when you pull in and then you want to unhitch and you've got your, your crank handle on your jockey wheel and you uh, 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 and as you get older, it becomes a bit more of a strain and, you know, it's, it's not, it takes some of the fun out of the day. Because <laughs> you think, oh, I just want happy hour, but you can't until you go through all this heavy-duty aerobics. So what they did is they invented this. So now it's an easy bolt-on installation. There's no additional modifications. There's no welding. There's no tools required. It's it's a tough powder-coated finish. It's made in Australia. Made in Australia. Supports Australian industry. It's so good that they've registered as an Australian design and they've even patented it. Patented it. So, uh, so now it can't be, as they said, so someone doesn't copy it and run off to China and have it mass produced. So isn't that clever? So they say this is going to become an Australian icon. So you've got the blackjack trailer jack and the blackjack clamp. So the blackjack clamp is the Aussie part. And I think it's going to be, oh, it's going to be fabulous. I think that's a real beaut, clever thing to do. Clever, clever, clever thing to do. So what's happening? Well, RV sales are up. Oh, RV. RV sales are massively up. In fact, in the USA, in the USA, sales were up over the same time last year. This is with COVID. Over the same time last year, 43.4%. Just just terrific. 43.4%. So what that says is that if you're into RVing, you are the flavour of the month or the year or whatever it be. So the other thing you've got to look at is what height is your rig? What height is it? Because some people are still trying to go through... Uh, areas that are too low, so be aware of that. One of the American manufacturers, their stock price, their stock price during COVID, from about March 2020 to current day, their stock price went up 260%. So why didn't we think of that? Instead of moaning and groaning and thinking, oh, this jolly COVID thing, why didn't we just look at the share market and see where we could go? (laughs) So what do we need here? We need some more caravan parks, don't we? We need some more caravan parks. Uh, Toyota, Toyota are working on their new, what's termed, the 300 series, Uh, but they're not going to, it looks like they won't be selling that in the USA, they'll be selling other things over there, but here, everyone's waiting for the new 300 series, now they reckon it should come out maybe, maybe April in Japan and we should get it maybe June, July here, oh, I think that'll be terrific, absolutely terrific, so, oh, there's so much going on, so much going on, what about, what about, I reckon we've got the new year and the new year's going to be true. We've got to welcome the new year. How do we welcome the new year? We say g'day to it, don't we? We say g'day to it. And that's what we're going to get Slim Dusty to do. We'll get Slim Dusty to sing g'day, g'day to us. 
for the new year. I think what a fabulous way to start it off. So here we go. You enjoy that, and I'll be back with you real soon. This show is called On The Road. My name is Scott Gibbons. Oh, it's fabulous being with you. We've got a whole new year to enjoy being on the road together. I've got some trips planned. I hope you've got some trips planned. And it's going to be good. So here we go. G'day, g'day. Slim Dusty. Oh, it's good. And if you want to hear more of the show, you just go onto the website, ontheroadmedia.com.au. And if you like what we're doing, share it around. Tell your friends. Get more people to listen to it because that's what happens. We do go national, by the way. We are on the vast satellite network. We do go national. So we're all the way around Australia. If you've got a vast satellite, then you've got the opportunity to pick us up. But otherwise, we're on radio. But the podcast is the thing that's really cooking. People are just talking about the podcast and sharing that around. So that's terrific to know. So here's some dusty g'day, g'day. Back with you in a minute. G'day, g'day. How you going? What do you know? We'll strike a light. G'day, g'day. And how you going? Just say good day, good day, good day, and you'll be right. Isn't it great to be an Aussie taking a walk along the street, looking in shops or buying a paper, stopping and having a yarn with people that you meet down at the pub or at a party. Whenever you're stuck for what to say. If you want to be dinky die, why don't you give it a try? Look them right in the eye and say good day. Good day, good day. How you going? What do you know? Well, strike a light. Good day, good day. And how you going? Just say good day, good day, good day, and you'll be right. When Italians meet, they all go crazy The blokes all like to hug each other too The Yanks invented high and see you later While the pommy will shake your hand and say, how do you do? Now watch out for a Frenchman or he'll kiss you The Spaniards go for older and delay But in the land of the cockatoo, cock hats and a didgeridoo when you meet an Aussie, ten to one, here's what he'll say. G'day, g'day. How you going? What do you know? Well, strike a light. G'day, g'day. And how you going? Just say g'day, 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 and you'll be right. It's a greeting that you'll hear across Australia. Geraldton to Golden Gundy Guy It's as dinkum as the dingo and the dahlia And you spell it with a G apostrophe A D-A-Y Good day, good day How you going? What do you know? We'll strike a light Good day, good day And how you go? Say good day, good day, good day, and you'll be right. Good day, good day. And how you going? What do you know? We'll strike a light. Good day, good day. And how you going? Just say good day, good day, good day. Just say good day, good day, good day, and she'll be right. 
Oh, Slim, thanks so much for singing G'day, G'day. Thanks for all your music too. In fact, I'm looking forward this year, one of the things I want to do is to go to the Slim Dusty Centre because I was booked to go there in March last year with Variety, the children's charity, and they cancelled that at the last moment. So hopefully it's on again this year. But the, the Slim Dusty Festival for 2020, that got cancelled. It's rescheduled, by the way, for the 2nd to the 5th of September 21. So it's Thursday the 2nd to Sunday the 5th of September 2021. Let's hope that is on because I think that would be something terrific. Now, where are we going to go? We deserve a trip, don't we? We deserve a trip. Lancelin. Have you heard of Lancelin in Western Australia? L-A-N-C-E-L-I-N. Look, I haven't been there, but it's now on my list. <laughs> It's on the list. I keep on doing all this research for the show and I find these places, I've got to go there, got to go there. There's lots of places I've been to, but then you find these little, and this one sounds like a little gem. It's a little coastal town. So it was a, a sleepy little village. It's now been discovered. So all the old holiday shacks have gone and there's now a small shopping centre and it's now active. And it's become one of the sailboarding locations of the world where people from all over the world just want to go there and sailboard. They reckon it's just terrific. And then you've got the sand, terrific sand. So you've got sand dunes. So if you're into sand surfing, they reckon it's one of the best places to do because they're white, huge white sand dunes. So you get this, and, and then there's a lucrative crayfishing industry there. So that's good. You might even get some of those now. <laughs> they Going across to China as they were, so maybe we get the chance to get some of the good ones. Hey, eh? that's a good thing. And what are you doing, by the way, with the new year? Have you made a new year's resolution to buy Aussie, Aussie, Aussie? I gee, by golly, that's what you got to do. Even if it costs you a bit more, do you know if it costs you a little bit more, you actually save a whole lot of money because you're employing Australians, you're not employing people overseas to do stuff. You don't have all the ships carrying the stuff in. It's all here. Oh, wonderful. Aussie, Aussie, Aussie. That's the thing we've got to do. But when you go to Lancelin Beach, the area there, if you're into surfing, it's wonderful, they reckon. But the sandboarding, oh, they just rave about that. And it's a, it's a terrific innovation. So if you want to check that out as well. The pinnacles, you've got to do the pinnacles. The pinnacles are one of the most natural wonders of the world, certainly of Australia. They're... They're very strange looking. They're very photographed. They're a limestone pillar. They're unique. They've, they've got the quality of a moonscape. Uh, it's just terrific. The first Europeans to discover them were the major Logue and his stockmen in 1849. They'd camped near the Nambung River and during the night their cattle strayed. And while searching for the cattle the next morning, the stockmen came across the Pinnacle Desert. Uh, so today, access from Lancelin is via the Indian Ocean Drive for about 72k, and the drive along the north of the coast is just it's beautiful, spectacular, delightful, wonderful, exciting. It's characterised by the huge dunes and incredibly white beaches, and then you get a, a five-kilometre drive inland to the Pinnacles Desert Discovery Centre, and the Pinnacles Desert Discovery Centre, well, it's it's got displays and soundscapes and videos and images, and it tells you about the geology of the area, how the pinnacles were formed, and there's the pinnacle view lookout over the entire site, and the desert view trail, and that's a, an easy, if you can do it, it's an easy one and a half k walk, and allows the visitors to get up close, so that you can see these magical formations, so, you know, that's wonderful, so you've, you've got some great places to go, 
So, but in 1947, the town became the base for the local cray fishing industry. And then it was gazetted as a town in 1950, and away it went. So, oh, yeah, Lancelin. If you want to check out more about Lancelin, go to Lancelin, L-A-N-C-E-L-I-N.com.au, Lancelin.com.au. Oh, so many things. But sales of the RVs in Australia, oh, have they gone wild. I was talking to some of the, I was talking to Steve at Paravents uh, just before Christmas and said, how are they going? Because we did some some things for the the uh, Ocean Breeze caravan of his. And uh, he said, mate, wow, <laughs> gone. <laughs> so if you want one, he's got some more coming in. If you missed out, he's got some Ocean Breeze caravans coming in. And of course, if you didn't get your drawers from off-road systems before Christmas, hey, do you know they will design a set of drawers to suit you? They will design a set of drawers to suit you. So you tell them what you want. They have people going in there from all different industries and they have different shapes and, and, and pods and whatnot that they want created. They can create the pod for you. You don't have to buy something off the shelf and then try and make it adapt and it's not going to work. You will get exactly what you want. They work with you. But... But the beautiful thing is, if you just want beautiful drawers that, that are off the shelf, you can go in, get them fitted, bang, out the door. Oh, you're going to get the best Aussie gear because they're Aussie designed, Aussie made, Aussie owned. Oh, fabulous. Off-road systems. You just go onto their website, offroadsystems.com.au, offroadsystems.com.au. Hey, this is Scott Gibbons. This show is called On The Road. There are so many things that we have to talk to you about each week, and we love doing it. We just love doing it. And I reckon we're going to finish off with a song now. Becky Cole is going to sing this for us, and Becky is just fabulous. Do you know Becky Cole? We've played it before, but but her music is just lovely. You'll enjoy She's Aussie, of course. Of course she's Aussie, because that's all we play. And this song is called Too Strong to Break, and that's what the Australian spirit's all about, isn't it? We are too strong to break. We're not going to let this COVID thing win again. So we're, we're just determined to make sure that we can have a terrific year. So 2021, hey, it's good to have you with us. I hope you're with us all year. That would be just even more fun again. So my name's Scott Gibbons. This show is called On The Road. If you want to share the show, gee, that would be lovely of you. Just go on theroadmedia.com.au, on theroadmedia com.au if you just navigate through to podcasts and you can have all those shows and of course we're on spotify as well and and if you want to you can just write to me you can just send me an email scott at on the roadmedia.com.au scott at on the roadmedia.com.au scott is by the way s-c-o-t-t at on the roadmedia.com.au in the meantime oh, i'm gonna miss you till next week but you enjoy becky cole okay here we go Too close to the edge You won't ever find a halo on my head I still stand up for the things that I believe There's times the devil on my shoulder gets to me Sometimes exactly what you see is what you get You think you know me but you ain't seen nothing yet I look more toward the future than the past I still Try to live each day like it's the last And I love like hearts Don't ever 
Seven hours in one day, no time to dwell on things that didn't go my way. I know there's something lost for everything that's found. I won't let the fear of falling hold me down. And I love like hearts don't ever break. And I give much more than I take. Child. 